0: You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey and I'm Erica. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in,
1: have a drink and stay a while. Hey neighbor. Hey neighbor. So we haven't podcast in a couple of weeks, so it's so fun to be back in our chairs, Mm -hmm. (laughs) sitting in front of these mics. Mm -hmm. We got a cocktail in front of us that you mixed up for us this evening. So tell us about it. This is my easy go-to, I'm going to call it Lad
0: Lemonade, because oh. this is this is what I do when so I'm lazy. <laughs> so it's actually like Lazy Lad Lemonade. <laughs> I'm writing this down. Um, I just came up with that right now, by the way, <laughs> winning at Cocktail Names. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> so this I do because it's super flexible. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. So if I'm having some girls over for it a pool pretty. day or brunch or whatever, um, and it also is Something nice for if I have friends there that aren't drinking because they're mm-hmm. pregnant perhaps in mm-hmm. this stage of life or right. um cutting back just not drinking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why people go do that, but <laughs> but um this way they still have something that's nicer than just like a soda in mm-hmm. a glass. So mm-hmm. I have this sparkling pink lemonade. Mm-hmm. I actually get this from Home Goods or TJ Maxx okay. in and their yeah, like food section. And you said it was kind of important where you get it. what about world market? I think World Market has the same brand, okay. and I think they have some good ones. I think you could use, like, a a lemonade Italian soda or any flavor. Oh, yeah. Itali- it's it's kind of like an Italian okay. soda. but
1: you specifically told me not to get the Trader Joe's yeah. brand.
0: Beware of Trader okay. Joe's. I tried so, it because I figured they would have a good right. thing like that, and it wasn't good. It tasted very fake and chemically. Okay, all right. So I don't know, maybe they've improved it, but since I've had it, sorry, TJ, I usually love you, (laughs) but not this time. (laughs) So all I do is I use whatever white liquor you have on hand or that people like, I even usually put out a couple options if I'm having people over. So Mm -hmm. I'll do like a gin, tequila and vodka and put those out and then do a couple different kinds of lemonade, like the the pink lemonade. You could do like a blood orange or something like oh. that, and then you can do a couple different herbs. Like I use mint. Mint is great in all mm-hmm. drinks. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Basil is also really good Ooh, in yes. this, yeah. um, or like thyme would be really w- yummy too. Hmm. So I just put those out in like cute little dishes. Okay. And then, it's like you can't go wrong. Yeah. You just muddle whatever herbs or combination. Muddle is a fancy word for smash up with <laughs> right. a spoon, by the way.
1: <laughs> right. We did it with the back mm-hmm. of a spoon today.
0: <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be fancy. Um, and then I just put like a normal amount of vodka, an ounce, however mm-hmm. much, however stiff you want however your drink. How much normal is mm-hmm. for you that day. Mm-hmm. And I do that first and then put the ice and top it off with a sparkling lemonade and a lemon wedge or you could do a strawberry if All it's right. a strawberry lemonade. So let's get into it. Cheers. Cheers. All there is oh, to it. Very, very nice refreshing.
1: Yep. Very nice. Mm-hmm. So to be perfect. Poolside. I will put all those options in the show notes. Oh, perfect. Okay, so uh, we kind of just need a chance to catch up because a lot has happened since mm-hmm. we got together last time. So you were just out of town at your writers' conference. So tell us about that.
0: Yeah, I was. I just got back Sunday from Storyline Conference in San Diego. Um, We're seriously everybody that has been the biggest inspiration in life and writing and (laughs) everything to me was there. Anne Lamott was there. The whole thing is run by Donald Miller who wrote um, Blue Like Jazz and other books that are fabulous. Um, That's so cool. They're also really the whole focus of the conference it, it was very good for writers but it was just about in general their whole focus is helping people live a better story with mm-hmm. their lives, that everybody's life is a story and you're either writing a good one or a not so good one. Uh-huh. Um, so it was just so inspiring. Like yeah. I really am still processing it. It yeah. was just awesome. Yeah.
1: What, what do you think is the biggest takeaway that you got from the conference? Um, I think that just that
0: remembering that your life is a story, you know, you get caught up in the mundane day to day of life. Mm-hmm. And one big thing that they talked about is that great stories are meaningful, and what mm. makes it meaningful. He was, Donald Miller was very into Viktor Frankl. I don't know if you know who okay, that is. No. He's a psychologist in the concentration camps okay. in um, Nazi Germany.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he he was put there. He was not okay. not by choice. <laughs> right? Um, and he did a lot of research actually with suicidal um, Holocaust victims mm-hmm. in the camps. Mm-hmm. And he ended up saving like 3,000 people's lives. Oh they would gosh. come to get him if he mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. if somebody was thinking of killing themselves because mm-hmm. he was so um, just inspirational, it was illegal to obviously stop somebody from killing right. themselves in the camps. And so he did. has this amazing story in mm-hmm. and of himself. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, what he really found in his research was that the three things you need to have a meaningful life are a project that serves others. Mm-hmm um, intimate relationships mm-hmm. and a redemptive perspective on your suffering, which was wow. really, really interesting. Like everybody has suffering, right? but I think the people that have an interesting story in their life, find a way not to sugarcoat it or be mm-hmm. overly optimistic about it, but to also make a list about why this is good and restorative and redemptive and what I can
1: where, make where from it. Where it can take them right, or like what right. that journey could
0: be. Because oh, wow. suffering is even more horrible when you yeah. have no context right. when there's nothing meaningful right. coming from right. it. So oh wow. So anyways, that's a little psychology side note. But that was mm-hmm. a big thing. And then just so that great stories are meaningful and great stories are planned. It doesn't mm. happen by accident. You know, yeah. your life needs to be planned and Mm -hmm. intentional intentional. about. mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And I, I think you were saying that you thought it was really great to hear all of these writers that you admire that have achieved so much and that they were saying, okay, even at our level, you still have to show up and work Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. And that maybe they like, they don't feel like they've achieved their life stream. They're still worried about failure or what's the next thing.
0: Totally. Yeah. Like they had interviewed, I think his name was Randall Wallace, who wrote Braveheart
1: mm-hmm. and
0: has done all kinds of movies. Um, so and pretty they, cool guy. Yeah. Like <laughs> pretty good story. Right. And how, how does he come up with stuff like that? And he said, right. I can't compel good writing, but I can show up and write crap every day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe something will come out of that, uh-huh. you know, and just continue yeah. to do that. So. I mean, I could go on forever and I (laughs) will, I'm sure there will be tidbits on the blog and stuff, but it was incredible. That's
1: just such a great reminder and it just makes you feel like, okay, if I just keep doing what I'm doing, mm-hmm. I'm doing okay, mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe they're not so different than me. Yeah, and that the difference is they're just doing it, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. so that is the main
0: difference. Mm-hmm. They're doing it, and they're taking it seriously. So,
1: yeah, yeah awesome. it was awesome. Awesome. Um, so, okay, last last thing, I know I'm, like, quizzing you a lot here. So, you got to meet the publishers that you're working mm-hmm. for. So, what about kind of the timeline of your book? It's the spring. Yeah. It's coming up. Well, I
0: know. <laughs> so, I, right before the conference, got a cover design mock-up. Yes,
1: I got to see it. It looks so good. So we so we're, Yeah. We're
0: tweaking that and working on that. And then I'm finishing up the inside of the book um, uh-huh. and editing. So <laughs> I'm in like the first round of edits right now. We're, you know, rewriting things, finishing up chapters, yeah. tweaking more major things. And then, um, the deadline for that, that we've kind of imposed mm-hmm. on ourselves is April 4th. Mm-hmm. And then from there it goes to line editing, which is like the grammar punctuation, okay. that kind of stuff. Um, and then after that's all set, whenever that is done. It's about a three-week process to to go to print and be...
1: Get a book like, in your hand. Yeah,
0: a box of books at my door, so oh gosh. it's crazy.
1: Do, so is it... It's going to be available like on Amazon, mm-hmm. and then what about in terms of available at retailers at all? Is there any of it that or be, Mostly... It will be for sure available online through mm-hmm. Amazon
0: mm-hmm. and Barnes & Noble oh, cool. in um, e-book and mm-hmm. print. That's awesome. And then I can work out any... Like smaller distribution deals, mm-hmm. I want it doesn't go through the bigger distributors because right. it's such a middleman and right you end up losing out that way. Um, but if I have a local mm-hmm. bookstore or a teacher store, mm-hmm. so here's a little cool. shameless plug hey. if you would like to carry candy yeah. classroom in mm-hmm. your store, uh, so I can work out any deals like that that I mm-hmm. that I want. So, awesome. oh, yeah, so we're still cool. kind of finalizing those details, but for sure, on Amazon and Barnes and Noble.
1: Did you have any input um, originally on the cover or Mm -hmm. did the designer? Okay. Yeah. No, I had, um,
0: they sent me like a questionnaire kind of, for lack of a better term, Mm -hmm. Um, a couple pages of like, um, you know, all the details that I wanted included and, you know, I wrote the bio in the book description mm-hmm. and everything and then kind of like okay what are some themes that you're interested in right. using what are some covers that you like tell us so that we can get, mm-hmm. you know inspiration what are some covers you don't like in right. your genre what images what, do you want to you, stay what away did you from you pick? like I said no apples <laughs>
1: this is a teacher <laughs> so book awesome. I am so sick of apples yeah. I'm up to my yeah. apples and apples. Do you know what? This, okay, this is similar um because Chris has been involved you know in kind of the local foods and like the sustainability yeah. movement. He hates the, like, he gets so annoyed where it's plastered everywhere, the hands with the little seedlings. Yeah, <laughs> but you see it, like, I'll see it now just everywhere. Like, it's not even sustainability yeah. or green. Like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, it, it is totally. It has been so overused and you just, mm-hmm. you see it everywhere. So that's kind of the same for him. He's so yeah, over like, it. No apples. I don't care beyond that. But. That's really funny. No. So
0: yeah, it was cool process. And then to see it, you know, just like the mock-up and the email. And mm-hmm. your, the coolest part for me was like, you know, it's just the whole cover laid out flat. Uh-huh. And the coolest part was my name on the spine yeah. of the book and oh like the gosh. title on the spine. Cause
1: it's like, oh, that's like on a shelf somewhere, right. you know? So. Just so real. That's yeah. so cool. Well, I know just, you know, kind of talking about graphic design and everything that goes into it, you just... I've been working with my graphic designer to mm-hmm. design the logo for mm-hmm. my e course. And man, you just realize what a talent that is. It's incredible. Like talking to someone, yeah. you tell them, I was just telling her words, you totally. know, comfort, um, welcoming, yeah. warm. And she comes back with an image that's conveying all of those things right. to me.
0: It's incredible. And yeah. it's so detailed and would take me, mm-hmm. I mean, I. I it I would mean, take me yeah. forever to do something e- Erika, half as good. and I on Photoshop Elements oh, were, man. like,
1: cursing to each other yeah. and texting each other, like, what the
0: hell? I have <laughs> such respect for designers and oh never expect them to do that stuff for free
1: because I think they get that all the time. Yeah, and like, right. It's, they make it look so easy. Right, right. We they run. are artists. They oh are geniuses. Yes. Um, so how
0: is your... Um, how is the progress on your e-course? What's I, going what's the latest with that?
1: I'm feeling really excited about it. Um yeah, like I said, I'm getting uh, a logo designed mm-hmm. and originally I was thinking about the name Work It Mama, mm-hmm. but I've decided to go with Radiant Mamas I and like I it. really like it. I uh, do too. Just feels right. I really like that aspect of radiance and warmth. So, anyway, my designer is kind of working on that and I've been really hammering out my outline for the course, what I want to cover an objective for every single day. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to get that just really tight so that I know exactly what to write to. Mm -hmm. I have a whole arc of the course, so I've been just really enjoying working on that. And then I've been conducting some interviews with real moms. It's so cool. It, was, it is so fun. Um, I did one with a really good friend of mine that I've known for a long time. And then this past weekend, I got to interview someone that I actually just met through my blog. Mm-hmm. And it was just so fun to connect. Getting to know that side of her. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And you just talk with other moms. And even though we do totally different things, we have such a common experience. But then at the same time, the thing they always bring bring a new perspective to me that I think, Oh, I didn't think of it that way. Right. And it kind of right. helps me, mm-hmm. you know, cause really this whole process is just because I'm thinking so much about being a working mom and trying right. to figure it out for myself. Figuring out as you go. Totally. Exactly. So anyway, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, I guess let's see anything else to catch you up on. Oh, I know what I need to tell you. I changed positions at work. Woohoo. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Surprise! I do still sit at my same desk. So, so it wasn't <laughs> like pack up your desk in a box. So as I've been move. telling people at work, they're like, Oh, so are you going to go like work down the hall? Because that's where the new group is. I'm like, nope, stand at my desk. <laughs> you can, I've got my plant here. Yeah, I'm good. you can still find me here. But anyway, I was working for a group that focused more on strategy. And now I'm in the communications group. Very and good. And yeah, cool. I get to do more kind of journalism about research at the mm-hmm. university. And I get to work with graphic designers and all these creative people. They like back in their little area, which I hope that I eventually will move down there when they have some space, they have like, jigsaw puzzles yes. and legos and just fun stuff That's <laughs> and, awesome. in my former group. It's just kind of uh just kind of the area that I sit. It's just kind of not a lot going on. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, yeah, I'm really excited about it. It's just that. a good creative energy mm-hmm. in this new group. That's yeah, awesome. I think so. So I'm kind of feeling re-energized about work, which is just a good a good feeling to have. It's always a good thing. You spend mm-hmm. a lot of time
0: at work, so it's good to like what you yeah, do for exactly. sure. Exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. So um, let's see. Oh, I think you have some kind of exciting adoption stuff coming up and I just kind of wanted yeah. to know like a general, I mean, I know you don't know like a timeline, but kind of what, what are yeah. the next steps? Totally. Right now? We, I'm freaking
0: out and like <laughs> cleaning my house like a crazy person, yeah. even though ugh, I should just stop it. I know. But I have, okay. So Friday is our, um, first initial home visit, which isn't even really a home visit. It's just our initial intake appointment. Like the guy okay. from the agency told me, you do not need to prepare for this. <laughs> it's not any sort of inspection. Like right. it's just, we like to meet in the home so we can get to know you and get mm-hmm. a feel for you and just be more comfortable. And they bring us our big stack of paperwork Whoa. and uh, go through all the requirements with us and mm-hmm. make sure we understand everything. Mm-hmm. And um, Ask us a couple of questions, but these are this is not like our big interview time or okay. anything like that
1: and tell me, okay, because you said this is someone from your agency, mm-hmm. so so you're working with an agency, it's a private agency, but then you're also of course working with the state
0: yeah, so right? there are there are numerous agencies that are licensed to do adoption through the state system, okay, so we're looking to adopt um two siblings from mm-hmm. foster care somewhere between zero and five mm-hmm. um and so Yeah. So we chose an agency based on, you know, they vary quite a bit. They all have the same basic Mm -hmm. requirements, but then you kind of have to find a good fit for you and go on recommendations and that kind of thing. And so we just turned in initial paperwork like, hey, we're interested. And then I got a call a few days later from the adoption supervisor who does all the intakes for parents that are just looking to adopt because we're not looking to foster at this time. So. So yeah, he comes to the house and does that. So it's like, how do you, I mean, tell tell somebody that the queen of England is coming to your house and try not right, to clean like I, a crazy person. No need yeah. to clean, no need yeah. to clean. So I'm just trying to focus on like the first floor and not go crazy, right, not right. wear myself out. Are you
1: like giving the dogs a bath and they're going to be like wearing little bandanas yeah, and stuff? Exactly, <laughs> like bow ties. Like big brother bow tie. <laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> and then, like, okay, should I, like, look for his car? And when I see it, I'll, like, run over with a plate of, like, home-baked he yeah. like, 's Like, we do oh. this all the time. <laughs> well, anyway, that's really exciting. And so um, after this initial visit, kind of, um, then what happens? I mean, how... How long could it be until they might find a um, good match for you? Well, the process to get licensed is
0: about five months. Okay. So depending on what you need to do, like there's requirements mm-hmm. and things you need to do, you take classes. So that's another thing they'll do when they come okay. Friday is get us signed gotcha. up for those and started on that. Um, so the process takes about five months to get licensed. And then it depends on you too, like... Telling him when you're ready, you mm-hmm. know, so like we'd like to go on a vacation, maybe, uh-huh. and uh-huh. you know, so it'll kind of depend, so I would say at the earliest, if like I mean, if there was a match right away, and that kind of thing, the earliest would be like this fall, late, late fall, oh but my I'm thinking. I'm telling myself that'll uh-huh. be later than that, just <laughs> so I have patience and don't
1: right, right. I you know, know. try you to don't want to exactly, but, exactly. You don't want to be expecting it and be too yeah, disappointed if it yeah. takes a little longer. Because
0: there's, you know, some there's all kinds of fun with sure government and oh my goodness, you
1: know, just all kinds of complications mm-hmm. can arise. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah and just, I and I know that too. I'm sure just from talking with one of our friends who went through a similar process. Um, you know you can even kind of get to okay we think this is a good mm-hmm. match and maybe you're even up for it but then you're not sure what ends up happening with right. their situation right. so yeah.
0: yeah everything's kind of on a case by case basis mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Yeah. Just trying to take one step at a time, but for sure nothing will happen within about five months because it at least takes that long just to go through the process. So,
1: so you just, are you feeling like it's real? Like, okay, we can have kids in this house within a year.
0: I really, honestly, it does not feel real to me yet. I mean, I'm excited, but I think maybe after Friday it -hmm. will feel a little more real because we'll actually have, it won't just be like, our own research about what we know about requirements, it'll be like, all right, this is what you need to go do now. And the to-do list will be formalized, you know? So I think, I think it will be a little more real when we have someone from an agency Mm -hmm. actually talking to us Mm -hmm. about it in our house, you know, I think that'll be a big step. So Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's bizarre too. It's just not the average process, you know what I mean? And so it's just all kind of new and, Mm -hmm. but it's exciting. It's,
1: it's interesting to me though, too, because I think, but you're still going through the journey of becoming parents and I think there's still so many parallels. Like I know even when I was pregnant, we just were like, wait, we're going to have a baby. I mean, we knew yeah. it was true. Like another human will be in this it Just Yeah, it's like you almost can't fathom it until right. you're like, oh, okay, like you're right in front of me and I understand now that I have to take care <laughs> right. of you and like no, what think, all that yeah, means. Yeah, I'm sure there's like stages of intellectual
0: <laughs> ascent, mm-hmm, like, exactly. oh, okay,
1: that's <laughs> yeah. what that means. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, well, it's just so exciting! I'm I'm excited to hear how that goes, and I Thanks. will be peeking out my window to oh, bring over totally. those cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Um, okay, so I I've been wanting to talk to you about this. Um, have you heard of this bullet journal? No. Okay. Uh, Shutterbean mentioned it, and okay. we'll link to it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. There is a really cool little YouTube video. Okay, I am so excited about it, but. Um, Okay, I gotta like just compose myself. Just thinking about it. (laughs) Okay, so we were talking before about you know and everything going digital, but you know still wanting to write things down, keeping everything together. And I think I have always loved this idea of keeping a notebook, but then Mm -hmm. my biggest hurdle is you know I'll start writing something on one page, like blog posts, ideas, and then I'll have another idea, house projects I want to do. I start it on the next page. Yes. Well then you like run out of pages. Oh, yes and, and soon I'm like five pages in, and I'm like abandoning right. the, no, this I does mean, not work for. Yeah. OK. So bullet journal is it, it was come, come up with by uh, some guy, I guess that's mm-hmm. done a lot of journaling and thought a lot about this. Anyway, it's a system where, okay, so you number every page in the journal just by Uh hand at the bottom. And then on the first page, you make an index. And then wherever you start a new page, like Uh blog post ideas, it's on page three. I add that to my index so I know to find it on page Uh three. And then I could put house ideas on page four. But then if I continue blog ideas on page five... I can add that to my index. Oh, so you could look down the index and see, exactly. okay, blog ideas are on 3, three 5, five exactly. 10, whatever. So it at least makes it accessible. Oh. And I really like that idea. And then it also has a specific way that you denote in your like in your lists of things, whether it's an action, a thing you need to like research or maybe just a list or like mm-hmm. remembering items so mm-hmm. it's it all just has very specific i love how specific it is and so is this a specific book you buy or like a syst-
0: more just, just like a system. a system a way of doing things just a system okay.
1: and so you can buy Use any, any notebook exactly oh i like it and so the thing there we're going to be in austin next week and i have a favorite bookstore there book people it's a, a independent bookstore that's just so cool and they have an amazing Section of blank notebooks and uh-huh. stuff. That's kind of where I always go and like stock up on my journals. Yeah, and so I found out about this, I guess, a couple weeks ago, and I resisted the urge to like go out and something <laughs> right away. I was like, okay, if I still think I'm going to be into this mm-hmm. by the time we go to Austin, I'm going to treat myself to a nice notebook at Book People. So I'm still into it. That's awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to. Start I need to it. check
0: that out for sure. I'm yeah. excited. Um, I'm excited. so this is more for like an idea book or things you want to keep ch- more, more so than maybe like a reflective journal. I, yes. Like mm-hmm. a Dear Diary type. type exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay.
1: There'll be no Dear Diary in there, but yeah, I think I'll just, um, you know, I mentioned, I still like to do a lot of to-do lists by mm-hmm. hand and sometimes I just like to jot things down. So I'm thinking I'll do one for everything outside of work mm-hmm. and then one for work mm-hmm. just so I can keep kind of work in one spot. So anyway, I really like it. That's my new thing. I'm excited. That is exciting. Like
0: <laughs> the pages, not know, being able to find right? where you have a brilliant list is really I know, frustrating. I
1: know it is. Uh, I'm excited
0: for those show notes. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I would pull up the YouTube video. We could, like watch it right here, but it wouldn't be very interesting the for podcast. everybody listening. Just be silent. Be like, well, oh, oh it's we'll so cool. We'll have to link to it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so one thing I really wanted to talk about today, hosting. Just like hosting. Yeah. Hosting out of town guests. I love it. Hosting a party. Mm-hmm. You're a really good host. Oh, thank so you. I, wanna, I do love hosting. Um, <laughs> You just, everything is like always so nice at your house. So anyway, you had, I got to meet your mom recently. Mm-hmm. Was, she's so cute. Shout out to Carol. Hey, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so what do you do to get ready for out of town guests? Oh man.
0: Yeah. And this is the season for it. And mm-hmm. yeah, I have it's a really, lot of family it's really nice from here. the they're Midwest like, and they're hey, freezing to death right your now. your guest room available? Yeah. I just booked yet another. Oh, you did? L- another friend is coming at the end of the awesome. month. I'm so excited. So... um. Yeah, I, you know, I think <laughs> you have a huge piece of mint. Okay, note to self, you need to muddle it pretty good. Maybe a
1: little bit more. I think more. we
0: actually need a muddler.
1: <laughs> I think so. She,
0: like, she looked like a dinosaur <laughs> eating
1: a leaf off of a tree with a big piece of mint coming oh out of her gosh. mouth. Oh, my gosh. Does our podcast Outtake. have a budget yet? Can we can we, afford, can we, <laughs> can we get a muddler? a muddler? Someone please
0: sponsor us so we can maybe a muddler company <laughs> hey, will sponsor us. Hey, all
1: right, we'll mm-hmm. send this episode to them. All right, <laughs> okay. Anyway, you were saying. Oh man, that was
0: funny. So I think an overall thing to remember, and I think of this when I'm other places mm-hmm. and when people are visiting me. I think one big important thing is just to make room for people in your house. Make mm. like. It's hard to explain, but I feel like if you go somewhere and you're in a guest room and there's like nowhere to even put down your suitcase, oh, right? And no, a
1: little spot on the bedside table to put your glasses. Yeah, or a like
0: book. sometimes I think less is more. Mm-hmm. Like our guest room is pretty sparse actually yeah. because I just think that everyone needs a place to put their own stuff and kind of spread mm-hmm. out. And, um, you know, even in. And, and just cleaning and everything is kind of just part of that, like just making room for people to be comfortable, not feel like they're intruding on your like laundry day or whatever, you know, not that you shouldn't be yourself or that you should do a white glove test, but I think just making room for them and not, it makes people not feel like a burden, right? you know, Mm -hmm. like you're welcoming Mm -hmm. them and you're excited about them. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just try to like keep as clean of a slate as possible. And then for the, for house guests at mm-hmm. least, and then do, I like to do a little welcome basket. That is so cute. I like cute. to add a little, you know, like a little hotel flair. So. That is so cute. What yeah, else just, in there? Well, like things that they might need, like a lint roller. Cause I have dogs that love to sit on your lap and love you. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like magazines, I think they might like, uh-huh. or I always put like a couple of bottles of water and a couple of granola bars. Cause you know how you're at someone else's house
1: right? and you're like, and you're like next? But I, I don't, don't want to like sneak downstairs <laughs> right. into the pantry,
0: but exactly. I'm really hungry. Um, <laughs> That's, which yeah. you could totally sneak in my pantry if you're at my <laughs> house, but um, and here,
1: peop- it catches people by surprise how thirsty yes, they get. Yes, Like, as soon as you touch down, you need to start pounding water. I know, and it really, it, like, I
0: still don't realize how much more water I drink here than yeah. I used to. Right,
1: because we're just used to. Yeah. Ooh, and maybe, like, um, chapstick, because I, yep. I feel and like I we, do always, put chapstick we always there. make a run to Walgreens. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I need some chapstick. I put chapstick <laughs> lotion. I always put sunscreen and aloe, because people oh. don't
0: always use the sunscreen, and believe <laughs> me the aloe. that the sun is different here. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, just think Things that are, and like, I seriously, I put like Advil and like emodium and stuff. Cause who wants to ask oh, somebody right. like for oh, that, that? So or Tums? Nice. Like you don't want right. to ask somebody exactly. for that. Just, have it just, just discreetly use it if your little <laughs> stomach issue
1: is going that is, on. So. That is such a good idea. I also like, we have a little just one bedside table in our guest rooms, that'd kind of be nice too. A little, mm-hmm. little some little medicine stuff or making sure that um, the medicine cabinet in your guest bathroom has, you know, yeah. right and the stuff isn't yeah. like five years old. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like expired. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those are kind of my go-to okay. philosophies, I guess, with house guests. Okay. I really like that. I definitely don't do anything like that. Sorry, mom and dad. (laughs) I will start putting together your welcome basket. (laughs) You'll have to up your game now. I I just called you out. um, You know, in Dashiell's room, I removed the closet door, so it's just open. Mm-hmm. The closet doors are in the guest room. How do you feel <laughs> so about get that?
0: bonus closet I doors. <laughs> I mean, as long as they're not going to like fall over on them, I think I good. I don't think they are. I think
1: they're pretty <laughs> secure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what about things that you... I mean, even though they have their granola bar snack, but okay, what else do you keep her I know that for when um, my parents visit, I have to really stock up on the coffee. My family oh, yeah. drink a lot
0: of coffee. We do too. And you end up just kind of kind of sitting around more talking and exactly, so you go so. through more. You have yeah. the second, third. Yeah. We definitely yep. stack like the coffee and the beer, like mm-hmm. social beverages, yeah, there you know, you go. Um, social beverages on hand and just like, extra snacks. Yeah. I feel like you end up just doing a lot more kind of, mm-hmm. hey, like mm-hmm. we
1: just got back and it's random. We didn't eat lunch while we were right. out and like
0: two o'clock, let's have some yes, chips and salsa. Exactly. And yeah.
1: I like to have that kind of happy hour stuff mm-hmm. around. Um, I feel like my family, we like to have happy hour, you know, yeah. around four or five. Yeah. And something that's not too fussy that you don't, you're not
0: like slaving over in the kitchen yeah, or, you I think know,
1: this is something that I'm learning. I think that I would take the opportunity. Okay. We're having out of town guests, like planning a lunch and a dinner every night. Mm-hmm. And I am finally realizing, no, keep it so simple because yeah. you don't know, maybe you went out for lunch and you're not right. going to be hungry you definitely don't feel like creating a ton of dishes in the mm-hmm. kitchen and they're going to be fine with, you know, yeah. even like a salad and a grilled cheese. Who right. doesn't love that? Right. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Or getting
0: things on hand that are easy to just put together like a pasta dish and oh, something yeah. that's not going to go bad if you don't exactly. end up using like it or go out some frozen
1: to eat. stuff, get some mm-hmm. good frozen pizza, you know, whatever. I
0: love like having, um, Trader Joe's or Costco, like frozen appetizers on hand too, oh, that you yeah. can just pop in the oven. and mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. You know, they're a little step up from like chips or whatever, gotcha. but
1: mm-hmm. yeah, I like to keep those things on hand. And I know I really like to have something for everyone to have with their coffee in the morning, mm-hmm. like banana bread, some mm-hmm. muffins, you know, like these people are on vacation, yeah. so I like yeah. to have a little something sweet right. with my coffee in the morning. More than just like oatmeal or cereal <laughs> exactly. or something. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. It's a, a good little, idea. little appetizer. I like to make stuff
0: like that. You know, a lot of that you can make ahead of time too. Totally. And
1: Even freeze Freeze
0: it. like banana bread or mm-hmm. zucchini bread or whatever.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, So what about when you, what kind of stuff do you take people to do around here? It's such a different environment than a lot of people. So sometimes just driving around and it's like, wow, it's so flat. Is that a cactus? I know. Wait, you have grass here? I know. I think that's funny because I always
0: think of like, we need to have this full agenda and Uh people are like, dude, you have a you have a pool oh with palm gosh. trees yes. and sun. Yes. Like we're good.
1: It's like the <laughs> ladder Resort here. over there. <laughs>
0: so like, I think that that's something we're learning is that we don't have to have like a song and dance going on every exactly. day. We yeah. just kind of, you know, yeah. be leisurely, maybe do See like either goes. breakfast or lunch out yeah. and take our time that way and puts around whatever area we're mm-hmm. at. Um, we do like to like, if guests are here over the weekend, maybe take them up into the mountains. Cause I Ooh, think it's yeah. really cool to show people how different right. it goes in like an Definitely. hour from the Valley. Yeah. Um, so we like to do that. Otherwise, just some outdoor things, like mm-hmm. even just outdoor restaurants and shopping. That just yeah. you can sit forever. You know, this time of year, especially, it's oh amazing. Gosh. And so, yeah, um, yeah, just try to do a lot outside. And yeah,
1: we like to. Oh, We've really like to go just like for a walk, even at the riparian preserve mm-hmm. up the street. I mean, it's just so nice. It's so close. So you like kind of got out. But you mm-hmm. didn't have to go too far. Um, yeah, I. There is al- there is always a lot. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so what about what about not out of town guests, but what about when you host a party? You guys throw a killer Halloween party <laughs> every year. Oh my we gosh. Do. Was we're... it the very first year? I don't think we were there that someone called the cops on you. I think it was
0: the first year, That's yeah. So awesome. We were a little rowdy in the backyard <laughs> and Mr. Ladd was dressed as a beekeeper oh, yeah. and answered the door. Like the cops were like, Are you the homeowner? And he's like, and also the beekeeper, <laughs> yeah. And they were totally laughing and trying not to. They're like, "Well, we had a noise complaint. I mean, it sounds like you're keeping it down now, right, just." Right. You know, they
1: were like, it's
0: fine. You're like, 30.
1: It's okay. Yeah, that is so funny. We had been out that night. Mm -hmm. We'd gone out in Tempe, and I remember, I mean, we didn't know you guys very well yet, and I sort of like, shortly after we got home or maybe as we were driving up, like, yeah, there was a cop car, and it was just (laughs) like, what is going on? And the funny part was, like,
0: at that point, there was maybe, like three couples just like sitting around the fire outside <laughs> right, yeah. but it was rowdy before yeah. that so yeah the the halloween party is quite the extravagant. yeah it is Kelsey won a category oh, of yeah the, um costume
1: contest i was pretty proud of that i was mm-hmm. a photo strip
0: it was awesome <laughs> We might have to put a picture
1: of that in the show notes. I know. Too. I think we I'm pretty sure that we could wrestle one up. It was pretty awesome. Okay, so how do you get ready for a party? I mean, you probably like stock the stock the bar. I don't know, mm-hmm. do you have any like go to um, snacks? I know that sort of similar to the way that I try to overdo it. Like before, when I've had out mm-hmm. of town guests, I'll think of like 10 new recipes yeah. that I'm going to make. No. I will probably go shopping the morning of, yep. and then I am a total stress ball. I'm like, like I hate people. I never want to have right. anything again. And like your husband hates you. <laughs> yes, and exactly. Yeah. You're like, now we're about to have a bunch of people right. come over. <laughs> no, I am
0: learning because my husband's awesome at helping me. So I'm trying to make sure it stays that way. Right. If I like, I'm not a crazy <laughs> yeah. person. So yeah, as I do honestly, like I think at the Halloween party, I maybe serve one new thing every year. Otherwise, it's the same stuff mm-hmm. that I always do, like the mm-hmm. little cocktail weenies and my <laughs> taco dip. And like, I think there's nothing wrong with keeping it simple and stuff that you mm-hmm. know people like. I mean, yeah. I always try to be consider it and have like a vegetarian option and like, you know, a bunch of different kinds of things and some heavier stuff, some lighter stuff, but I'm kind of like an Italian grandmother. I'm not even (laughs) Italian, but I put out like, I think more is more, Right. but it should be simple. Like most of that I make
1: ahead of time Mm -hmm. and just like assemble Mm -hmm. that day. Um, You know, what works really well at your house. I don't think I've ever seen anyone else have is that, that three bowl crock pot warmer. Oh,
0: the triple crock.
1: We need to put that in the show notes. Let me do just tell use you. that any other time? Yeah. It's
0: parties. You yeah. do. Yeah. Like I've there? used it. I used it for Easter dinner because I did ham in one and then like a green bean thing and a sweet potato oh. thing in the other. one. like, yeah. I don't. So this triple crock, you've probably seen it. It's like. You've, seen it, you've seen it at your wedding caterers. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, that's what they had. Or like at Sam's and Costco during the holidays, <laughs> right. they put it out. And I asked for this for like two years. I was really? like, that'd be so awesome uh-huh. for a party. And Jeremiah was like, that's a lame gift. I'm not getting you that. <laughs> I'm not getting it." And my brother-in-law needed something to get me one year. Like, uh-huh. could not oh, figure out what to yes. get me. And Jeremiah was like, all right, well, she really wants <laughs> this. and She wants the triple And croc. seriously, <laughs> I was so excited. He thought it was the funniest thing. And I've done like you could do like a soup party in there. Mm -hmm. I put warm dip in there, yeah. Yeah. So that works really well Mm because everything is just put it in and go. Yeah, Um, I just think that's the most important thing. Like, do whatever you need to do to not be a stress ball. Yeah, like so
1: that you can also yeah. Like we got
0: some really good advice from our wedding DJ. I'll never forget this when we were getting married, and he said, "Here is the most important thing: like you set the tone. Mm -hmm. The bride and groom set the tone. Mm -hmm. If you are out there dancing, having fun." everybody else will be dancing and mm-hmm. having fun too. If you're welcoming and, you know, relaxed, everybody else will be welcoming and relaxing, right. you know, get to know each other. So I think that that's really important and something I try to keep in mind, like mm-hmm. get whatever I need to do ready ahead of time so that yeah. I can, once people start arriving, I can be At the welcoming too. and relaxed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and not everything has to be done. Like sometimes people like to just... You know, have, have yourself ready, or, have mm-hmm. music ready, have drinks ready. And then, like, yeah, if somebody needs to cut up bread or wash yeah. salad or whatever, like, it helps people right. break the ice a little bit exactly. and feel involved and, you know, put chips in a bowl or whatever. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's something. And yeah. then I'm also really kind of, like... I feel like if I'm having a party, I have to provide most of the things. Which mm-hmm. some people have different philosophies mm-hmm. about this, but I just think it's welcoming. Mm-hmm. And I think if I have to bring everything to a party, uh-huh. like well, why am I going to a party? I could <laughs> I just, stay, just at stay at my stay house. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're asking people to bring, like, hey, you're doing the main dish and drinks, everybody bring sure an appetizer sure. or everybody bring a dessert. Right.
1: But like if you're asking people only ask okay. them
0: for one thing.
1: You're like, hey, we're having a barbecue. Can you bring the ribs and the yeah. burgers and
0: the ice and chairs? <laughs> it's like B Y O everything right. party. So <laughs> that's one of my pet peeves. Like, okay, only ask people to bring one thing. If so a reasonable,
1: a reasonable, a reasonable yeah. something. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. okay. How about you? What are your go to? Tips and tricks for hosting. Well,
1: I think just, I mean, kind of as I mentioned before, I'm just really embracing the already prepared stuff, the frozen stuff. I mean, I do most of my shopping at Trader Joe's and they just really do have a lot Mm -hmm. of really great, they really do. You know, good tasting stuff. It looks great. So I'm just trying to do more of that. And if I can, like, you know, people from out of town or, you know, a little get together, yeah, doing stuff ahead of time, freezing Mm -hmm. a bunch of soup the week right. before when I made a double batch, right. Um things like that. And yeah, just trying not to, or if I'm going to try a new dessert recipe, have the rest of it be really simple. Right. Like try, only try one new thing. Exactly. And no. try it, maybe like do a trial run even like the <laughs> exactly. week before or something. Exactly. Yeah. So now it's just kind of more like if we make something, I'll kind of file away. Oh, like that would be good enough to mm-hmm. serve people when mm-hmm. they came over. So, you know, one of my,
0: all-time all favorite author, Shauna
1: Nequist wrote a oh, book, yeah. Bread
0: and Wine, and mm-hmm. it's all about entertaining and, like, easy ways to feed the people that you care about. Mm-hmm. And she makes a really good point, too, how our generation has become this kind of, like, third-place generation mm-hmm. where we only get together in a place outside of everybody's home, oh, like, coffee sh- we're the coffee shop generation gotcha. or we're the out-to-dinner. I gotcha. And, like, there's something really welcoming and warming and about being invited in to somebody's house for dinner yes. or hey, like come over for chips and salsa and margaritas, Mm -hmm. you know, and it doesn't have to be fancy, but Mm -hmm. it's like so intimate and vulnerable to like welcome people in your home. So I just really feel like Mm -hmm. your home should be a place where like people feel like,
1: hey, kick off your shoes and you know, have a treat. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you're going to have a good party, you usually need to have a well-stocked bar. We have that. (laughs) And we, I mean, we have kind of our liquor cabinet. It's kind of like one little area, but it has totally random stuff in (laughs) it. There's like some peppermint schnapps. There's probably some triple sec. There's like a ginormous vodka. It's like your makeup bag, only only the liquor version. (laughs) And it has not gone through the wash. (laughs) (laughs) It is all dry. So, but yeah, I... I guess it's just something that I haven't, you know, prioritized because it'll only be like, oh man, it would be so nice if I could mix up a gin and tonic, yeah, you know. But I don't think about it like, yeah. oh, I'm like heading out right now to the store to stock my liquor cabinet. But I don't know. Do you have any tips for kind of how mm. I can get started, or are there a few, you know, maybe a standard three or four liquors yeah. just to always have on hand?
0: I think a good vodka is something okay. to
1: have on hand because mm-hmm.
0: it. Especially when it's, we live in a warm climate, like yeah. that's a very refreshing. Gotcha. And I'm, I'm all about Kettle One. And I think with vodka, especially vodka and tequila, the more you pay, you really notice a difference. Yeah. So it. Kettle One is totally worth every okay. penny
1: mm-hmm.
0: in my book. Okay. <laughs> um, so I have a good vodka in hand always and what else so i, I try, if nothing else just like a light and a dark so like mm, okay. a vodka and either like a spiced rum like i love captain mm-hmm, morgan mm-hmm. or a whiskey you know a decent yeah. whiskey like makers okay. mark or something um but i think then going from there to have like the basic four or five so like vodka tequila gin whiskey rum okay Look so because you. pretty much if you have those is that five <laughs> if you have I those five Four? Five. I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> I know my liquors. Um, if you have those, you could pretty much mix up anything else and just get the mixers, you know. Okay.
1: Are there any mixers that you generally have on hand, or I mean, do you like keep? I like, like to keep like a soda
0: water. Yeah, we'll keep. I'll keep like a tonic on hand, mm-hmm. um, and and like a seltzer or soda water with nothing. You know, tonic has its own kind of flavor, yeah. but I usually like to keep like a sparkling water or seltzer too that you could just add to mm-hmm. like a juice. You just some kind of juice right. and um, alcohol and that, and okay. fresh fruit, and you've got something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like have a red and white wine on hand. Okay. Maybe a sparkling wine on hand. Okay. Beer is always in our fridge. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we usually have I like to give people options. So, mm-hmm. so I think like at a party, if you have like a dark liquor
1: mm-hmm.
0: and a dark soda. Okay. And a white liquor and a white or sour soda of some Mm -hmm. kind. And then, like, either a signature drink, like a punch or sangria. Right. Or even just beer and wine. Yeah. I think you're good. Okay.
1: Do you and Mr. Ladd have, like, a standard drink that you guys will have on just, like, a regular... A regular weeknight or something, or you just beer. Normally, just beer, yeah. Not like a. Beer and I was drink. not a beer girl at all, which is weird until I like last year. I, this is a very yeah. recent. thing. So
0: we're really into the craft beers. Yeah. So we have just like a whole assortment in our mm-hmm. fridge, and are experimenting, and yeah, you know, be like, hey, do you want a beer? So yeah, we're into that lately. Okay, okay, but all right, I like yeah, it. Depends well, on the season. Otherwise, I
1: need to i I need to work on that. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, like, who had, I would had a really either. good um
0: a beautiful mess. Oh. LC and Emma had a really good like Ooh. blog series okay. actually oh, about oh, stocking right. a bar they like would. slowly. They I know would. they would, wouldn't they? <laughs> yes. And they looked cute doing it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. This is like a random tangent, but I just listened the other day to the Art of Simple podcast that mm-hmm. Shauna Nyquist was on. Did, Did you? Yeah. I do heard you, that one do too. You listen to, yeah. Do you listen to that mm-hmm. podcast? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's cute. I've been kind of, I've been on a serious podcast kick, like not just because we're making I know. one, but I think just lately I would normally listen to NPR to and mm-hmm. from work, but I don't know what it is. Just everything is depressing. Yeah it gets real heavy real quick. Within two minutes, like as soon as I turn it on, you know, it'll be like another 39 and I'm like, nope, (laughs) I can't
0: do it. Yeah. To start your day that way (sighs) is just, I don't know how people like watch the news every morning or
1: I can't do it either. So I mean, I've just been like all podcasts Mm -hmm. and I've been finding, I I do like knowing current events, but Mm -hmm. I've been finding other things to listen to that aren't, so focused on war or like, you know, let's just kind of talk about the issues and everything. Anyway, right. so I've c- kind of been exploring you. Podcasts, oh, yeah. podcasts are like my Simple. new favorite thing. Yeah, I love them. Is it going to be the thing that you're obsessed with lately? I don't know. Because I think we're ready. We're ready for that. Oh no, we're ready for that? <laughs> I'm not ready. Oh No, you're not. Okay. Well, I can. Oh no, I am. I have it. I got it. I...
0: <laughs> you go
1: first though. Okay. Well, I will share mine. This is something that I've been, this is not like a new thing necessarily but i think about it almost every week and i'm like i love these things so much <laughs> so i just got to get it out there all right do it okay i actually don't know officially what to call them but it's like socklets do you know what I'm about? okay they're like the little socks that i can wear with my like my shoes that i wear to work yeah so like are they really tight ta- like you yes. can wear them with like ballet flats it, they're ba- they barely just cover my toes and you're loving them? Yeah. Would you call that a socklet? Yeah, I don't know what else you'd call okay. it. I'm sure. Because like, it's not like a mini sock. No. It's like no. a demi sock. Yeah, or like less. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I don't know what that is. I'll find it online and there'll be some uh, like very, like a lot better name yeah. <laughs> to it. And they'll be like, oh, of course, that's what it's called. Okay, but anyway, um, I only discovered these... Uh, maybe a couple years ago. I don't know. And so that leaves probably another two or three years of my professional working life with stinky feet. Yes. Totally. With hot <laughs> to stinky feet. Let's be honest. We do live in Arizona. Yes. And I'm like, why did no one tell me about these? Like, well, see now I've tried a couple and they don't stay put
0: though. You get the oh, rolled oh, socket. Oh, okay. Effect. So you need to tell me the brand. Oh my
1: God. I have my hands in the air. <laughs> I'm like, stop. I'm about it's to. It's like tell a hallelujah you. moment, right? Yes. I, okay. I will link to this specific brand. This is um. My friend Kathy told me about these originally. There is a little silicone patch in the back for your heel, and it sticks on your heel, and it does not. This is a revelation. Yes, your whole workday long, and there's no peeking out of said socklet because that's not cute. They are so (laughs) sockleted. (laughs) <laughs> There's nothing. There's so little sock there I mean, that it's I think still this brand that I've I think I bought it at Macy's. I think they have it other places though. It goes in progressive, you know, like <laughs> revealing of your toes. <laughs> So I think mean you can basically get one that like barely covers your toenail. So it's totally like bras, like full yes. coverage, yes, semi, exactly, demi, exactly. Cup. So yeah. Anyway, so that has just like changed my work life. I'm so much more comfortable in my yeah. shoes now because then you don't get like the rubbing probably oh, too, yeah. like on your big toe or little exactly. toe, where it'll be. It is awesome. I feel like as you know, professional working women, like we need to tell the next generation about these. <laughs> Like you you don't, and then you ruin your shoes. Like if yes. they get to a
0: point where they smell so bad, you just can't yes. wear them anymore. Yes. Like they're not acceptable. Exactly. You smell them while they're on.
1: Oh God. There's no turning back after that. So the
0: socklet is changing your life right it now. It is changing my life. I need the socklet. Yeah, you do. You <laughs> it's happening. Okay. What
1: about you? Have you thought of what you're obsessed
0: with lately? Yeah. I am, And this is nothing new. I've looked at these forever and I never buy them because the store is so expensive, but I was in anthropology when my mom was here visiting. Mm-hmm. We love just going in there and like, I, I've probably bought like three things my whole life from it's, there. It's a fun it's store so to expensive. look at. It's ridiculous. Who are these people that actually but have there's, like... There
1: must be like something that they like... Spray in the air or something because oh. when you're in there, you're like, it seems totally reasonable to pay seventy five dollars for this tissue paper like little shirt <laughs> because it's so like lovely in there. Like yeah. lovely
0: is the only word I can I think, think, so. think to describe it. It's the it. whole atmosphere.
1: There must be so much market research behind that. Totally.
0: So, anyways,
1: <laughs> I they have this and it's like it
0: smells like anthropology. It's oh, the Capri. Man. Um, Capri blue, I think is the brand of candle and it's the volcano scent. It's like a bright, it's like in like a blue, like a cobalt blue dish, but they have them in like little tins and stuff too. Mm -hmm. Of course I bought like the one in the little tin, (laughs) but it's on my desk and I light it when I'm writing and I only allow myself to light it when I'm writing because it was like $18
1: for the little (laughs) tin. So you have to really earn it. But it
0: smells like inspiration and loveliness because that's what anthropology smells like. That is awesome.
1: And you're like furthering that because you're only doing it while you're writing. I'm associating it. Yeah, that's When you like go into anthropology now, you're going to have all these brilliant ideas. You have to like get out your laptop right then and like, I'm working, I'm working, I'm writing.
0: It's so nice. And yeah, so that is my new obsession, I guess. Because I just broke down and bought it finally. There you go. Mm -hmm.
1: And it was worth it. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's nice because, you know, we were talking about needing kind of like new scents after all the Christmas. So I've been kind of looking, we're still burning the very last of our evergreen candles. I think it's about time. Your house does smell lovely right now though. thank you. It's it's still working. (laughs) It's a combination of the pancakes that we had for dinner, which do have a (laughs) lovely cinnamon scent and a little bit of evergreen. (laughs) Um, okay. Oh, I, I can't believe we haven't had a chance to talk about this. Um uh, <laughs> We've only texted. I, <laughs> think. I know. Well, moving on to neighborhood news. Um okay, Saw Guy has a new has a new persona. <laughs> he has but a new project. We too. didn't talk about this yet, no, did we? We didn't. We I, texted about it. Okay. Like I think we've like it's just yeah. like so significant. I can't believe we haven't had a chance to talk about it. So.
0: Saw guy has
1: erected a bit of a structure. <laughs> oh my gosh, in his backyard. Yes, <laughs> Kelsey. Kelsey has a better view of it than I do. Right from from my bedroom window, I can I can <laughs> directly. See. I mean, we were. I mean. I guess we'd started to hear him, and we're like, "Oh boy, what is this guy building now?" And we start to see the boards yep. like go up, and it keeps getting higher. I don't know how well you can see it from yeah. here, but it like kept getting higher. Oh, and, and our higher. dogs were going crazy. Like somebody was sending yeah. in the Trojan horse. Like or I, think, yeah. At first, I was like, maybe a garden gazebo, but <laughs> no, man, that's really tall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, it. It is a treehouse, mm-hmm. a very tall treehouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not in a tree, just a freestanding oh, yeah, structure. Oh it's a freestanding free house mm-hmm. on stilts. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, Eric and I are texting about this, and it, it definitely looks directly into my bedroom window. <laughs> Bird's eye view. <laughs> it's like, hey there, because
0: it's a good like I would say the platform where the kids will be standing on is a good like three feet above the wall.
1: Oh yeah. Would like, you say it is taller than than like? Some trees. (laughs) Some trees, some small trees. Some small trees. Um, So, anyway, we were noticing this going up. Erica and I were texting about it and. Oh my gosh, what even happened? Wouldn't you know, Chris and I had been out running some errands. We pull up and there's a car out in front of our house. There is a woman getting out with a box of cupcakes. Oh my gosh, more cupcakes. <laughs> more cupcakes. And I am like, oh my gosh, can they intercept our text
0: messages? Like- yeah, because they. it was like... You know, the weekend they had been putting up the treehouse Yes. And we're like texting, like, what is he building? Yes. What is this structure?
1: And she's like, um, it looks right into my bedroom and then all of a sudden, cupcakes at your door. Yes, I know. And she came over, she was like, I just wanted to apologize. This is much taller than we were expecting it. I think they ordered it from somewhere and they started putting it up and it was like, Oh my gosh, it's so tall. It's like it's like two stories three stories it's yeah tall. it's like taller than their back porch for sure dangerous I know. <laughs> for the kids I <laughs> they don't... need like a fireman's pole to yeah. get down yeah so anyway um treehouse guy has come through again on the cupcakes uh-huh. <laughs> but now i mean these cupcakes are really good i i still can't figure out if they're homemade or bought i don't know i feel like they're either homemade. way they're i de- feel like they're, they're
0: delicious the size of them Makes me feel like they're homemade because you know how store-bought are like yeah. a tiny bit bigger for yes. some reason? Yes. This seems like your average muffin the pan average. kind of a cupcake, but, but they're so tasty. Good. Mm-hmm. And Kelsey shared them with me again. Oh,
1: of course. Of course. <laughs> we got we to gotta share that. So anyway, we're kind of like, maybe he should do something else because they do seem to yeah. bring cupcakes over a and lot. He, like they really felt
0: bad about it. Like they said they were planting more
1: Oh, yeah, oleanders they, oh, yeah, to block they, the view They left a card with it yeah. that said like, we're going to plant some more plants to block the view. We feel really bad. So then we're like, Oh man, they're so but nice. But the poor
0: guy, like you can't put up a tree house and then tell your kids, um, that's too tall. It's I'm too taking tall. it down. Exactly. Like oh my they're
1: thinking this the is like that you canceled Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> like they're probably thinking this is the coolest tree house ever. I know. You know? I know? Well, anyway, um, I do really like their neighborhood spirit. I've, yeah. been, thinking it that, is sweet. I've been thinking that you and I should go over and say Or like bake something. I, I was like, we should all go over. But then, is it kind of overwhelming if you open your door and there are four (laughs) adults (laughs) with baked hi. Like, they're like, do we have to invite you in? It's a lot of people. And then so. we don't bring cupcakes because clearly she right, has like the corner, exactly like the You've market corner cup on cupcakes. So I don't really know what we bring. <laughs> anyway, I think we'll have to think about that. But, But actually, that's kind of something I wanted to talk about. I am super into creating like more community. I know. You're so good at this. I'm like the cranky lady who calls the cops. And you're like... <laughs>
0: just meeting
1: everybody. At it. So
0: how do you do it? You need to be the expert on this one because I think you're way better. At um, it.
1: okay. Well we, I do, we've only done this a couple of years. I do love to take Christmas cookies or Christmas something. Mm-hmm. We did little breads this year. Mm-hmm. Ideally. I mean, I would love to bake enough, like for, everyone Mm because we're kind of like our street kind of curves around like I just love to hit everyone's house like
0: the whole subdivision exactly
1: basically (laughs) like anyone that I can barely see the corner of your house like I want to bring you something and I want to be your friend (laughs) (laughs) so I think Christmas the holidays are like kind of a nice time to Uh do something so we have met and that's how we met you the first like we
0: had lived there Uh, Probably a couple weeks, and that's how you came over and, like, officially introduced yourself the first time. We're like,
1: we have neighbors that bring (laughs) cookies, what? (laughs) Yeah, so there's that. Um, Okay, this kind of goes along with Christmas. I want to somehow... Like get everyone on our street to put up more lights. I know. How can I want to go do on this? like a campaign, but it seems a little bit pushy to like print out a flyer and be like, "Hey, I know we all should put up more lights." I agree. But I, maybe if we kind of met more people throughout the year, then mm-hmm. it's kind of like as you can bring it up in Christmas, conversation. It's like, "Hey, we're going to have a really awesome showing yeah. on our street this year, right?" So I think we could do some sort of. We'll have to plan
0: this, we, mm-hmm. but you could do some sort of like especially here because it's nice weather, like a Christmas block party that would maybe encourage people oh, to have a great lights idea. to light
1: them. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's like, hey, we're all going to do this on Sunday at 3 p.m. Yeah, like we'll hot have cocoa. at our house. Right. And if we approve of your light, <laughs> you can, you can come. <laughs> you have at least six strands of lights. <laughs> if you get a ticket in your door, you're invited. Otherwise... <laughs> oh, yeah. You're anti-Christmas
0: and you don't get to come.
1: Exactly. Okay. But I have also been thinking that it might be nice, um, like kind of the nice weather right now. I've been thinking of maybe just hosting a a front porch hangout, kind Uh of a happy hour, just Uh getting a big cooler of beer. And then just maybe kind of going around the few people that I do know, just like, hey, we're going to be out Friday afternoon at four. Yeah. Just kind of trying to drum up that spirit. Yeah. I guess. I like that. And I like the front porch
0: idea Mm -hmm. because... You have a nice little area on your front Mm -hmm. porch, but not a lot of like... People hang out out in the front, and yeah. I think that's how you get to know your neighbors. So. Sometimes is just being out there. I've been trying to do there. that
1: more, and it's nice because the front porch isn't as much of a commitment. Like, it can be like, that's okay, true. well, gotta go home. Like, if you come into my house, it's like in, you've just in made it and at least, like, like, like through to the backyard. Exactly, you've <laughs> made like a couple hour commitment. Or that's something. so true. You that's know what funny. I mean? And yeah. so that can kind of be a nice way to get to know people, mm-hmm. where it's just like, hey, how's it going? Like, oh, yeah, gotta go to mm-hmm. dinner. So, I like you know. that. Yeah, I think maybe we Yeah, should like get we that just together. had a chat with our other friends
0: the other day just because we all happened to be out at the same time mm-hmm. and it it's nice to like yeah. stop and chat it for is. 15 it's minutes so or nice. whatever.
1: And, you know, I like knowing what's going on. I know. You gotta keep <laughs> so tabs. I'm like, slash creating community slash sort of spying on yeah, you. We need new neighborhood news <laughs> exactly. spotter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wanted to ask you, what about the uh, Ladd family rummage sale? Is that still a potential? Know. We've still got a lot of really nice weather. We do. It may still
0: happen. I feel like the month got crazy and we had yeah. visitors and more like... Just yeah. lots going on, so I don't know. The okay. stuff is still in the garage, okay, so, so right. we'll see if I get completely sick of looking at it and take it to Goodwill, or if I decide to okay. set up some tables. We'll see.
1: Okay, I'm I'm still gunning for the for the rummage. You really sale. want the I rummage? Think you sale. should do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it actually, would be a nice time to meet people. That's Whenever, true. Everyone comes by.
0: That is true. <laughs> Especially if you serve some refreshments or something.
1: Yeah. Hey, I'll I'll kick in a dozen mm-hmm. muffins to that. <laughs> I see a Oh, down. I'll be putting you to work. You're the cheerleader, so you'll I be like, you you'll be.
0: have like a money belt
1: on that I, you were. Exactly I'd be like wheeling and dealing over <laughs> there. Just like pouring coffee. Like, go talk to my guy over yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, hey, you're going to put up your Christmas lights this year, right? <laughs> You're like passing out a flyer with their receipts. Seriously. Am. Oh my gosh.
0: Okay. That is funny. Well, I think that is probably all the time we have. I think so. so. Thank you so much for listening to the girl next door podcast. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes where you can also leave us a review if you like the show and you can find us at girl next where we'll have the show notes for this show including the cocktail recipe Mm -hmm. and the socklets. (laughs) And we'd love to hear from you. If you have a cocktail suggestion or a topic you'd like to hear us talk about, send us an email at podcast at gmail.com
1: Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Why are we talking about this? Jazz hands. (laughs) (laughs) Exit music.